Hello, and welcome back to the Mindset Edit. I'm your host, Victoria D'Ambrosio, and thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. This week, we are going to be talking about how to move out of survival mode with money and into thrival mode with money. And that's why we're all here, right? Doing the money mindset work, because no matter where you fall on that spectrum of surviving, so maybe not making ends meet, barely making ends meet, maybe just feeling like you're struggling to just keep your head above water to being able to thrive, right? So going from just being able to have your basic needs met with money to having more than enough. So I'm really excited to dive on in. And I want to first give you a background into how I am now starting to look at money manifestation in the subconscious mind and the nervous system specifically for business owners in an entirely new light. So a couple of months ago, honestly, more like six to nine months ago, it's been a while, I started to have this nudge to learn more about the chakras. And at the time, I really didn't know much about the chakras. I knew it was you know, something where there were different energy systems, there were multiple chakras, they each did a different thing, they corresponded to different parts of your body, but I couldn't tell you how many chakras they were, which one was what, where they went, or anything really about them. And I believe they were a thing, it's just I had never taken the time to really dive deep. So fast forward a couple of weeks ago, I started to really get the nudge, and I it's like, okay, I'm starting to feel called to learn more about this. And so really quick, I'm going to give you the high level cliff notes version of what the chakras are, just so you could know going into this episode, if you were like me and you're like, I, I know they're a thing, but I don't really know what exactly they are. So for context, the chakra system is a concept that was rooted in ancient Indian spiritual traditions, um, predicting particularly within Hinduism, and was later adopted by other belief systems, including certain forms of Buddhism, and now you'll see it a lot in New Age spirituality. And the term itself, chakra, is Sanskrit for the word wheel or disc. And so in this context, it refers to different energy centers within the human body. So the chakra system is a network of energy centers, specifically along your spine, and each of the chakras are each associated with specific qualities, functions, and aspects of consciousness. And there are typically seven main chakras, and they run from the base of your spine all the way up to the crown of your head. And I can give you a brief overview of all of them just because maybe you find it interesting. You don't need to remember all of this uh, for the podcast episode, but I think it's interesting um, information. So your first chakra which is what we're going to dive into really in, in this episode, is your root chakra. And it's located at the base of the spine, and it is associated with survival instincts, security, and a sense of belonging. The sacral chakra, sh chakra <laughs> is positioned in the lower abdomen. That's your second chakra, and it is linked to emotions, creativity, and sexuality. Your solar plexus, your third chakra, is located in your upper abdomen, and it's associated with personal power, confidence, and self-esteem. Your heart chakra is found in the center of your chest. It is related to love, compassion, and emotional well-being. Then we have your throat chakra, um, which is in your throat, and it is connected to communication, self-expression, and the ability to speak one's truth. Your sixth 
sixth chakra is your third eye chakra, which is positioned right between your eyebrows. And it is associated with intuition, perception, and spiritual insight. And finally, the seventh chakra is your crown chakra, which is located right at the top of your head and is associated with spiritual awareness, consciousness, and more connection to the divine. So even just hearing the different chakras, you can kind of even see how the first chakra, the root chakra really starts off with like very like grounded energy, like more tactical 3D things like safety, survival, security. And as you move up through the the chakra system, it's more about enlightenment and spirituality. And so as the energy rises, this is what I'm learning, right? This is, I'm still by no means a chakra expert, but what I've been learning is as the energy rises from chakra to chakra, it influences the other chakras. So the chakras each have their own independent, unique qualities and missions that they fulfill, but they are also interconnected and interdependent. So ideally, we would be birthed into this perfect world and each chakra would perfectly develop over time, similar how, to, you know, your, your brain develops and you grow, right? You, you start with the root chakra and move up from there. Um, however, we live in a very imperfect human world where at times the world will teach us things like we're not worthy, we're not good enough, maybe we don't feel lovable. And these beliefs, similar to how they block our subconscious, will also block and misdirect the chakra energy. And so you might have heard the term like blocked chakras, right? So just another little tidbit of information is that technically the chakras are always opening and closing at any given moment. So um, kind of responding to you in whatever situation. So you don't have to think of a blocked chakra as completely closed. Um, think of it more of how easily energy could flow through. So I kind of think about it if I were to say I had a block chakra. I don't know if you guys know those like little straws you get if you ever stir your coffee to try to like mix in the the milk and sugar with your coffee. And if you ever try to sip out of them, like you're using so much energy and you can still get liquid through those straws, but you have to like give a lot more energy and not as much can flow through compared to maybe like one of those thick straws that if you ever got a slushy from 7-Eleven or something like that, where it's just like all like coming up into your mouth so quickly and easily. So that's a weird way to think about it, but that's what happens in my brain. Okay. So those are the chakras, right? And the lower chakras are the basis of our power. So they, again, responsible for how safe we feel to express our authentic selves. And a lot of times, struggling to manifest is going to be an indication of the lower chakras being blocked because again the lower chakras have to do with that safety and security and on top of that a lot of the motivation and things that we need to do and to feel in order to execute on the practical side the action side of things that we need to do to manifest our goals okay so i started to learn the overview of the chakras like I shared with you here and I'm like okay like obviously we're, we're starting with the root chakra the first chakra like let's learn about that one first so again the root chakra is located at the base of the spine and it's associated with survival instincts security and sense of belonging and when I read that let me tell you the neurons in my brain were like going crazy like I was like oh my gosh this makes so much sense and as I'm reading about the root chakra they're talking about different aspects of survival safety and security and for the the purpose of this episode we're only going to talk about 
um, one area of the sense of belonging. And I'm like thinking about it because the subconscious mind, you guys know by listening to this podcast episode, that's what's responsible for manifesting our realities. But if we just look at the subconscious mind individually, it's that primitive part of our our mind that was developed years and years and years ago. And its primary um, directive is to keep us safe. So if we go back years and years and years ago to when we were all hunters and gatherers, right? And we were trying to survive and keep ourselves safe. That was really linked to your sense of belonging, right? Because you are in a tribe, right? You needed people to hunter and gather with. And if you were not part of a tribe way back when, you very well would die. Like It really was a threat to your safety because then you would have no one to hunter and gather with. And it'd be very hard for you to survive. And maybe you'd be walking alone and get eaten by a saber-toothed tiger. I don't know. But it was actually your sense of belonging was so very practically and directly and obviously linked to your safe of security. And that's your subconscious mind right there. And so there's so much to do with your tribe. And you might be thinking, Victoria, what does this have to do with me making money in my business? And I promise you I'm getting there. Okay. So think about your tribe in modern day terms. What does that look like? Well, it looks like going from childhood to teenage years to adolescence, it looks like, especially in those early years, it's your parents, it's your caretakers, it's your culture and your society. As you grow up, it's the group of friends you make. Maybe as you get older, it's your workplace or the university you study with and other colleagues of sorts, right? Those people, that is your tribe, right? And so again, if we if we think back and we're taking this lens of money manifestation through the lens of the chakras, right? And we're like, okay, like let's imagine just similar to how the chakras kind of run from like this most groundedest energy up to the highest levels. Like what if we started looking at manifestation in our business for money through those lens, right? Like we have to get through all of those levels before we can hit the top, right? Or we would be it would be the most effective way to do that, I would think, right? Let's look, if you're feeling blocked in money, especially if you do feel like you're more in that survival area, you're not fully thriving, right? Whatever that looks like for you. So that could be, I'm barely making ends meet, or it could be, I can pay my bills, but I've been blocked. I can't get to that next level. Then this is the question that I want you to reflect on. I want you to think about your tribe. I want you to think about, especially your caretakers when you're young and who are who is your tribe? And what were your tribe's beliefs around money and people who had a lot of money and how you were supposed to get money? Like, what were the spoken and unspoken rules around money, success, people with money from your tribe's perspective? Right. I just want you to think about that. And again, do a little digging. Because it's not always so obvious. Like I think of the example where people say, oh, money are, people with money are so evil and greedy. And there are probably people who say that. My experience, no one's directly has said to me, oh, people with money are evil and greedy. Like those words have never come out of people in my experience's mouths. 
However, what I have heard people say is, you know, if we're, I, I, I right now live in Newport, Rhode Island, there's people who come with like very big yachts and maybe some people will make comments like, oh, who even needs like that much money? Like you don't even need that. Like, you know, like it's not someone overtly maybe saying X, Y, Z thing. They're evil and greedy. But what are the little comments and nuances that people make around money? Again, thinking about not only how much money someone has, but how they make money. This is really important. Okay. So for example, I grew up understanding that I could make a lot of money, but if I wanted to make a lot of money, I had to work really hard and sacrifice. And there were a specific few types of jobs that I, it would work to make that much money, right? Like I couldn't just have a nine to five. Like I remember explicit, explicitly being told, you know, no one who has a lot of money works a nine to five. Like the people who have a lot of money are working like, you know, nine to nine or more than that, right? And so I just want you to think about all those, those rules and those expectations of your tribe, things that were directly and indirectly said and learned. And then I want you to contrast that with what you are trying to build and create in your business. And notice the discrepancies. So I'll give you myself for an example, right? Learning directly and indirectly. If you want to make a lot of money, you can make a lot of money, but you have to work a certain type of job. You have to work really hard. You have to sacrifice. It's probably going to be miserable, like all of these things. Um, so that's the unconscious tribal rules and expectations that I grew up around, right? And then you contrast that with what I'm trying to create as a business owner, which is I I love my job. I love working. And I also don't want to work 30 million hours, <laughs> right? Like I'm not, I don't want to work 15 hours, 12 hours a day. And on top of that, my work is on, you know, in the mindset money manifestation realm, which certainly was not one of the like five acceptable jobs <laughs> that I, I was influenced around when I was younger right? And I want to make a lot of money and I want to make it easily. And so right away, you can very quickly see that pretty much everything that has to do with my business is in direct opposition with my tribe. Now, this doesn't mean someone from my tribe is like, Victoria, you're doing it all wrong. Like, it's not like that. But it's again, it's going to again link back to your subconscious. Because, again, linking it back to money manifestation and our subconscious mind in our business. If there is a part of you, your business, how you make money, how much money you make money, that goes against your tribe, your subconscious mind is going to block you from having success in, in your business. Maybe that's your business isn't going to make the money that you want it to make because maybe there's tribal conflicts is what I'll call that, right? Between you, maybe your tribe had views of people who made a lot, a lot of money. So you're subconsciously keeping yourself lower because you don't want to risk going so far away from your tribe that you risk being rejected because again, that means you would no longer belong. And then that's that threat to your safety, to your subconscious. Maybe it's, it's the, um, job itself. I was actually having a conversation with one of my clients about this. And I said, you know, there was this period of time about a year ago where I was getting so many people messaging me, asking them or asking me rather to help them build their TikTok. 
and being willing to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And the most wild thing was that, especially at that time, like I have done that for people before, but especially at that time, I wasn't even offering that service anywhere. Like I wasn't trying to do it. Like I legitimately was like, how did these people find me? And they were like trying to throw so much money that there was a good point in time where I was like, am I, is the universe trying to send me a sign or something? Like, am I not supposed to be doing this money mindset thing? Am I supposed to be doing some sort of TikTok agency? Like I I could do it. I understand the platform enough, but it's not really where my heart is. But there's so much money here that like I could literally take these people's money, do the work, hire a whole team and start an agency. Like what is going on? But my heart was in in my programs and in my coaching, but the income wasn't fully there from my business. And I just remember feeling so lost. And then I didn't have this um, chakra information that I did now, because again, this was like a year ago and I only started picking up the chakra stuff a couple of weeks ago in depth. And I, I, I had the realization, I was like, you know what? I think it's because I'm trying to manifest all this money and the money is coming through, but it's not coming through in the avenue that I wanted it to, whether that was my course or one-on-one coaching, because I had so many blocks around my business in terms of like, oh, it's not a real job because like coaching isn't a real job. Like I was still working through some of those blocks, right? And and now I can look at it, you know, and see through the lens of safety, right? Like being some sort of like consultant and manager is more acceptable to my tribe than being like, I'm a mindset coach right? I'm not invalidating mindset coaches, obviously. Like I love mindset coaches. I'm a mindset coach, but again, I'm taking this through the lens of like my tribe and my subconscious. And so it was wild to see like how much money was able to flow because I wasn't blocking money. I was blocking money through my business because of that. And so I share all of this because I want you guys, if you are in any level of survival or up against a threshold, I want you to take it all the way back to the root chakra, to the beginning, right? Because all those other blocks that we've talked about on the podcast that correspond with other chakras, as you even noticed, as we talked about all of them briefly, right? Things that had to do with like power, confidence, creativity, expression, you can very well have those blocks and you you likely do. We all have multiple blocks. Like that's our journey of being a human, right? But we need to, or let me rephrase, it would probably be in our best interest to take it back to the root chakra. Because if at the end of the day, our subconscious is linking our success in our business to any sort of danger. We could do all the work on removing blocks to creativity and social media, but we won't really ever allow ourselves to succeed because our subconscious is literally afraid that we're going to be rejected and die. Okay. So all the other work that we do, again, it still helps. It still moves the needle. It still brings in manifestations, but it's kind of like, you know, getting more bang for your buck in the way where once you clear the blocks around safety and security, I mean, even just think about that when your subconscious feels safe to be like, yes, you can be safe if you have this business and make the money that you want to make in the way that you want to make it. You can just like feel the energy. Like I can feel like my shoulders relax, like, whoa. And then it opens you up to so much more of all the other things. So if this podcast has resonated with you, I would highly encourage you to kind of 
I envision a T chart, right? And on one hand, you're like, how do I want my life to look as it relates to money, success, and business? Okay, I want to make money in my sleep. I want to make a hundred thousand dollars a month. I want to, you know, only work four days a week. I want to blah blah blah. Like literally write it out. And then on the other side of the paper, writing out, okay, well, what was I taught? What were my subconscious rules? Like I always tell my clients, you know, what was the for what's the formula in your head for success? For me, it was like hard work plus sacrifice plus certain types of jobs plus lots of hours worked equals you make money. <laughs> like, right? Figure out your success formula. Well, what was I taught? Did people like money, like like other people with money? Did they respect other people with money? If they did, like what were the qualifications? So for example, okay, we could respect people like doctors who have a lot of money, but we can't respect uh, influencers who have a lot of money because they're just scammers and they, they're not smart or whatever. Like really dive deep. And then I want you to notice that, right? Right, notice the difference of like, oh, this is what I want and it's in direct opposition to the tribe. And then your work becomes creating that sense of safety within yourself, within your subconscious mind, within your nervous system, your body, removing any subconscious blocks and fears around if I'm truly basically doing what I want, I'm going to get rejected and die. Because once you can remove those blocks and remove that peace so that you know you're going to be safe when you're successful in that way, you're going to watch the money come in not just the money come in, but like the money come in in the way that you want it to come in. Because now your body is like, oh, I can accept this and I'm not going to get rejected from my tribe and have no one to hunt or gather with and be eaten by a saber-toothed tiger. So sit with that, think about that. And I would be really curious to hear um, and see what has come up for you. So if you guys do this exercise, you you compare and contrast, I would love to know like the discrepancy. It's like, oh, I want to make money in my sleep. But, you know, growing up, I heard that I have to work really hard to make money. Bing, done. That's probably a big piece of why I'm not making the money that way, right? Um, so feel free to reach out to me in the DMs because I love hearing about this. And this is just, again, one aspect of the root chakra and how it's going to relate to manifesting money in your business. So if you found this episode interesting, enlightening, helpful in any way, I would also love to hear from you if you guys would like more episodes on the chakras and how it relates to money manifestation, diving into, for example, another aspect of the root chakra or, you know, the other chakras um, as as you move up and as I move up, as I'm, I'm learning about these in kind of semi real time, <laughs> I learn about it and then come on to the podcast. So if it's an interesting topic, please um, let me know. And I'm happy to make more episodes on that as well. And if you guys did enjoy this episode or enjoy the podcast in general, I would love it if you could leave me a rating and review on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to this. It really helps me as a smaller creator trying to get this podcast out to other people. Um, so if you want to leave a rating or review, I it would mean so much to me. It helps me keep this podcast uh, going and giving you guys this information at no cost and trying to make this the best podcast I possibly can. So with that, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Let me know your takeaways and I will talk to you in next week's episode. Bye.